A fire crackles gently in the warm, cramped study. Tall piles of books bearing the names of exotic people and places stand along the floor like towers, the packed bending shelves running out of room for them long ago. Charts and maps adorn the walls, and relics of ancient cultures are strewn about the room like debris after a battle. These mementos and collections of knowledge may seem obscure to some, but to the haggard old man bent over his writing desk, they are his life's work. Once a legendary explorer, his tired body has left him to his academic pursuits. He puffs pensively at his pipe. He nears the end of a book of his own. He is hoping to have it published by the end of this year, 1931. <laughs> this is what he writes. And so wraps up my exploration of South America. He begins the final chapter. As I review my life's travels, I have only one regret. Only one area I could not explore. The Arctic. Days and nights I braved upon the high seas, the bitter cold, and the danger of impending storms. Still, I pressed on. Finally, after I thought my death was certain, I reached the South Pole. The crew and I disembarked, but they seemed shaken, as if some impending danger was coming to assail us. I bid them come off the boat with me, but they refused, demanding I go first. In the spirit of adventure and my commanding role as captain, I acquiesced, becoming the first of my family name to touch the continent. My moment of jubilation was short-lived, however, when I heard a sound that haunts my dreams even now as an old man. A low, guttural honk sounded like a beaking marking another eon passing in the pits of hell. That sinister honk was followed by a crack and the ice opened before me. There, flopping forth from the frozen depths was the most horrid sight I had ever seen. Two fully grown male elephant seals. <laughs> the, poor, the, poor, the force knocked me to the ice as their blubberous honking masses cast a sinister shadow over me, like the eye of Sauron in the Shire. I caught my breath and called to my first mate. Rodrigo, quickly, my saxophone. What? I had prepared for such an attack, knowing the beasts were native to the area. I would use the sultry sounds of sacks to make noise in hopes of scaring them into retreat. I grasped the cold brass and brought the reed to my lips. But before I could produce a single note, the fiends again slapped the ice, plunging me into the depths below. When I awoke, Rodrigo and the men surrounded me on the deck. My shoulder was dislocated and the saxophone frozen to my hand. I sat up at once and saw we were sailing away. The mind of my crew could not be changed. We were not going back. It was too dangerous, they argued. None of us had the adequate combat skills. I stood in the ship's stern for what felt like hours, watching the frozen world go smaller behind us, my eyes transfixed on the fat, jiggling frames of the frozen behemoths until the sun setting hid them from my sight. So there stands my life's greatest regret. My only hope now is that some distant descendant of mine would have the strength to do what I could not. <laughs> the old man looks up from his desk, as if suddenly disturbed by one more lingering phantasm from his past. Also, I was unable to break the Undertaker's streak at WrestleMania. <laughs> oh, <come on. laughs> Thus completes my works. Sincerely, Charles B. Lesnar. <laughs> okay. Oh man.
Oh yeah, baby, we're back here in the Broctagon, the show where we're breaking down nonsensical fights between UFC and WWE World Heavyweight Champion Brock Lesnar. Thank you so much for joining us once again. I'm Sean, that is Aaron, that is Cam. Fellas, hey how guys. do we feel? Super duper. Yeah. Uh, apparently we're going to be in Antarctica fighting, what did you say, elephant seals? Elephant seals. Elephant, elephant seals. seals. According, mm. let, me, let me make sure I have this. You know what, I got the, I have the listener uh, message right here. Let's, let's get right in. Uh, dear Broctagon guys, big fan of the show. I usually listen when I mow the lawn. Oh, that's good. Uh, since Brock Lesnar is a hulking freak of a man, I want to see how he does when he has to be small and agile to win. So here's the question. Brock is in a regulation-sized UFC octagon with two adult male elephant seals. For reference, <laughs> they could be 13 feet long and weigh 4,500 pounds. Dear God. They usually make these guttural honking sounds, so to help him demonstrate himself as a threat, <laughs> Brock gets to start the fight with an alto saxophone so he can make no so he can make noises back. I guess he could use it as a weapon too. In the middle of the rig, there is a 14-foot stepladder. 18 feet above the rig, there is a katana suspended by a rope. If Brock can climb the ladder and get the katana, he could use it in the fight. He's wearing his usual red UFC trunks and a marching band hat to go with the sacks. <laughs> <laughs> How many times out of 10 could Brock kill the seals and escape? Keep up the good work, Brit in Miami. Oh, Brit, a tremendous question. Thank you. I don't think I've ever heard of elephant seals up until now. Oh, you got to Google these guys. Listeners, you did, as well. Yeah. They, they, are, they are nasty, nasty creatures. Yeah, They're the like... first thing... You know how Google suggests oh, questions? God. If you type in elephant seal, the first question is, can elephant seals hurt you? <laughs> People are worried about this. Oh gosh, these things are terrifying. They're monsters, dude. They if listener, if you're driving or something, pounds. they're enormous. Um, if you can't look it up, think of like a walrus, but with no tusks and like three times as big as a walrus. They're enormous and very mean. When uh, during the story when you said they honked, I swore it was gonna be like some Antarctic geese I've never heard of. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a lot better. These things are huge. Oh, man. The first video that comes up is, is it the one of them beating on a car. The car. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah, man. I, I did some research after I read this question. This was a town somewhere, I don't know, some Icelandic region where they have oh these my. things, or maybe Canada, Gosh. where the elephant seals showed up, and these animals are so big, they saw people driving around sedans and mistook them for competing males. Yeah. And then would drag themselves. <laughs> They're beating up a pickup truck. Yes. I'm watching it right now. So this is an animal that picks a fight with a truck. <laughs> I think I have an answer. What's the number, Cameron? Eight out of ten. Eight Whoa. out of ten? Whoa. Oh, my gosh. Dude, yeah. he's not a, it's not a gorilla. Take it easy, man. Cameron, <laughs> explain yourself. Eight is a lot. Yeah. Those are huge animals, dude. Yes, they are huge. But they are not fast. I think the majority of the time, Brock has no problem getting up the ladder, getting to the katana, and making some elephant seal salami. Jeez. Can, can, we, add, can we add in the rule where if he can F5 the elephant seal, <laughs> <laughs> it's automatically wins. Absolutely. If he can F5 the elephant seal, he wins. That'd be a fun game show. Like, does it F5? <laughs> Tonight's contestant, a school bus. <laughs> yes 80 watermelons in a big sack <laughs> they never bothered making like a no card <laughs> to, to reveal it 
Uh, Brock wins the prize money every week. <laughs> He's the only contestant. All right, Cameron, just give the people what they want. How many times out of 10 can Brock Lesnar beat two elephant seals to death with a saxophone? Six times. Wow. I'm ready. I've I've done I've done my research. Uh Brock Lesnar defeats two elephant seals of the octagon. Nine times out of ten. Wow. <laughs> Nine times out of ten. It's it's canon. It's it's just how it is. Uh I don't think the katana ever really comes in play. I think it's too far out of reach. The the, the problem I foresee is Brock just beating the mess out of him. And them just be, like completely absorbing the punches with their blubbery bodies. Yeah, but I still, I still think he figures out the right place to punch. I don't know. Listen, <sighs> if, if there was only one, I would completely agree with you. The problem is there's two. So while he's trying to find the sweet spot on where to punch yeah. an elephant how, seal and make it die, how many fists does Brock Lesnar have? <laughs> <laughs> wow, I'm surprised you guys gave it this high to Brock. I'm genuinely very surprised. I'm giving Brock six out of ten. He's only beating these things six times out of ten. I think they are unbelievably tough, and they can just take a beating. And the problem is there's two. There's two of them. And in the time it takes him to climb a 14-foot ladder, they can just as easily knock him off. They are slow, but they are not slugs. Like, these things can move at the walking speed of a human. I don't know. I, I just think you guys are underrating the seals a little bit here. I think he starts out with the uh, the saxophone and just shoves it in one of their mouths, and you just hear a perfect <laughs> John Coltrane solo. <laughs> <laughs> Brock's just like we can't kill this elephant seal it has too much to contribute to the world yeah okay now I'm just imagining an elephant seal in a fedora with a spotlight <laughs> yeah. on him thank you everybody uh, coming out to the, the seal shack he's got that floppy nose so it's like <laughs> fuck you everybody <laughs> yeah, yeah. What what's a good name for a uh, for a jazz elephant seal. Uh, elephant Gerald. <laughs> oh, I like this a lot more if like the elephant seals also are dressed and treated like UFC fighters. Like they come out with like <laughs> trunks with sponsors and stuff on. <laughs> they have walkout music. But it it's it's like gotta be a remix that's like really long. <laughs> yeah, they, they play the music at like an eighth of the speed. <laughs> yeah. And 30 minutes later, <laughs> Big Stacks uh, McGillicuddy is still coming down the runway. <laughs> the he's, runway? I didn't even think about the walk down to the octagon. <laughs> yeah. He's halfway there. The fight should start in about 30 to 45 minutes. <laughs> Okay, we're coming back from our third commercial break. Update for you. No real update. We're still on the runway. <laughs> Fat Stacks has uh, been distracted by a, by, a, by a spilled bucket of popcorn. He's inspecting it. <laughs> okay. It doesn't seem to know what to make of it. And we're back from commercial break. And the elephant seal, Fat Stacks, has appeared to turn around. <laughs> we're trying to wrangle him back in the right direction. <laughs> Checking it now live. Uh, floppy Snow Velasquez. Uh, he's asleep. He's asleep. <laughs> What's, they don't even walk out together like the first one finally gets there. And then the other one starts. <laughs> like they play the music and it takes forever. And then the first elephant seal finally gets the ring and everyone rejoices. And then they play the music again. And everyone realizes. <laughs> 
finally get there. Somebody oh. takes out a bucket of salmon, <laughs> but it's for Brock. <laughs> He's just eating them raw. Or I imagine, I imagine like the elephant seals being like having, uh, you know how like the pharaohs are carried. <laughs> <laughs> Just like 15 guys carrying this <laughs> elephant seal. It's all the other fighters from earlier in the night. <laughs> yeah. It's just in the back of a Dodge Durango <laughs> driving down the ramp. That would be a big sponsorship opportunity. Yeah. I'm trying to imagine a Gatorade commercial with an elephant seal as the spokesperson. It's just like a, like a 32-pack, like a Sam's Club. Think of Gatorade still in the plastic, and the elephant seal is just like... Okay, okay. If the elephant seal is a sponsor for the Dodge Durango, here's my next question. Can Brock Lesnar defeat all of the, I think it's four hamsters in the Kia Soul? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're we're still in the octagon. We'll, we'll give them the same setup of the, the katanas up top. But don't forget, hamsters, hamsters are quick. They can climb. Oh, true. Oh, this is tough. This might be the best question we've had on the show. <laughs> and they have teeth, too. Don't yeah. forget the teeth. They're going to go after the katana. That's the problem. Yeah, exactly. Brock is and in a lot of trouble. I mean, these are giant hamsters. hamsters. Yeah. <laughs> They're in track suits and can fit in a Kia Soul. I'm Googling Kia Soul hamsters right now just so I can have some scale here. Oh, my gosh. They're, they're monsters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. Yeah, this guy had to pull the seat up so his buddies in the back could fit. Oh, my yeah. goodness. I'm going to give Brock, like, two out of ten facing the I, Kia Soul hamsters. I'll, I'll, I'm going to give him three, but that's I feel like I'm being very optimistic on Brock. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I, I'll go 50-50 on the Kia Soul hamsters. Give me give me really? five for Brock. I think that's an even fight. Because these, these <laughs> are not creatures fight. of violence. One of them is getting, like... What? Yeah, one of them's getting, like, leg kicked in the head by Brock, and then the other three are like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I think we he jars them. Uh, you know what I, you know what I thought, like, I'm trying to imagine Brock Lesnar, like, snapping an elephant seal's neck. I don't think it can be done. No, absolutely not. Nope. Not without heavy machinery. Yeah. <laughs> He, like, gives him the hardest punch he has, and the elephant seal's like, oh, my neck feels so great. Thank <laughs> you. It's been bothering me for Whoa, years. Thanks, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I think Brock hits that thing as hard as he can, and it's not bothered. Oh, hey. Hey, how about this scenario? What if Brock, like, does what, he, what we just talked about? He goes at him. He hits him and everything, but it makes him feel good so that they don't attack him. He, and they become they best like friends. And then and he they... has an army of two elephants. <laughs> yes. So it's just like, <laughs> it's like Brock and the seals going on like secret missions. <laughs> like they, they parachute the, into Cambodia or something. The Navy seals. Oh my God. <laughs> can, the Navy elephant the, seals. Is that what you said? Can, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you see the like, the elephant seal, like, pulling its parachute thing, like, with its mouth, like, <laughs> Yeah, Mr. President, I'll take the job, but my boys are coming with me. Who's your boys? Hold on a minute. They'll be here. They're like, flop, 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 like, trying to get to the White House. <laughs> they, they get stuck in the door. <laughs> and, and, the, and then the president is like, my God, 
Marty and Mancio. You old sons of gun. I haven't seen <laughs> you since the war. <laughs> like he knows them. <laughs> There's a reporter who's like, Mr. President, congratulations on taking out that top priority target for the United States. Tell us more about the SEAL Team 6. And he's like, ah, you don't want to know about those guys. <laughs> Just don't worry about them. They're normal people. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> Just normal human government agents with two arms and two legs and, and definitely guns. They have they have the red bandanas and they're like yeah. shooting AKs. <laughs> oh, I, I just imagine they just use the one katana amongst the six of them. <laughs> they like pass it in really cool ways. I'm just picturing like a secret layer. There's like this high value terrorist target, like working on plants or a bomb, and then suddenly an elephant seal just breaks through the ceiling and crushes him. <laughs> he just jumped out of the plane. I think we accidentally remade Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, except with <laughs> elephant seals and Brock Lesnar is uh, Master Splinter. Yeah, Splinter. <laughs> All right, that does it for another episode of the Proctagon. As always, be sure to give us a five star review, even if we didn't deserve it. Follow us. Uh, join us next week. We got a great interview on the way. Skateboarding legend Tony Hawk is coming on the show. He's here promoting his new book. Please, I'm 54 years old. Just let me quit already. I beg of you. We'll see you next time. <laughs>